mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. You're listening to episode 178 of the Marathon Running Podcast. In this episode, we're going to talk all about the Olympic Trials 2024. This is the Marathon Running Podcast by Letty and Ryan from We Got The Runs. Join us in our running community for weekly content that is motivational, educational, and inspirational. And let the Marathon Running Podcast take you from the starting line to the finish line and beyond. Hey runners, and welcome to episode 178 of the Marathon Running Podcast. My name is Letty. My name is Ryan. Thank you guys for tuning in. We have a weekly podcast for those of you guys who are frequent listeners. Thank you so much for tuning back in. And if you are new, we do this podcast every week where we bring you information on training, nutrition, etc. And we're super excited to be here. Let us know how you like our podcast. We appreciate any input reviews and even topics if you have any topics that you want to hear about let us know and we are very obviously pre-recording this episode because at this very time when this episode comes out which is going to be october 9th i will be still traveling back from chicago after the marathon how'd your marathon go future lady thinks it's gonna go great not good enough for the olympic trials nice segue here so who are you talking to today? Today we're going to talk to the owners of Track Shack, who was the bidder and winner for the location of the Olympic Trial Marathon, which will take place February 3rd in Orlando, Florida. So I had a connection, um, a friend of mine slash running coach, Erica Whites, who we've had as a guest on the podcast before, connected me with the owners because she is friends with them as well. And so they generously spent some time with me talking about everything Olympic trials from the course, how the bidding went, and everything else we need to know. For those of the audience that don't know how it works, is this is like the one Olympic qualifier then? Yes, it's the only qualifying race. So it's not like volleyball that you just explained to me earlier, where you have tournaments and you collect points. Unfortunately, once you qualify, you literally just have that one race and all your eggs are in one basket. So can you tell us the uh, Olympic trial times? Yeah, so the qualifying standards for men are a marathon of two hours and 18 minutes or faster or a half marathon of one hour and three minutes or faster. For women, they've lowered them by eight minutes. So as a woman, you now must run a two hour 37 marathon or faster or a one hour 12 minute marathon, half marathon 
or faster. So as you can tell, it's blazing fast. And I think the reason for having changed the standards was that last time we saw them in 2020, it's every few years, obviously, there was a huge number of women in comparison to the guys. I think it was um, triple the amount of guys for women. So they cut down for the women by those said eight minutes versus men. I think they went down by one minute. So it'll be interesting to see this time how many people make it, huh? Yeah, they are expecting around 300 versus I think last time it was either six or 800. It was a lot. Because if you think about it, they're trying to figure out who's the person that's going to go to the Olympics. I know it's prestigious. And obviously, if I were that fast, I would want it to be a 245 as well for qualifying standards. But if you really think about what this is for, it makes more sense to have it be a little bit lower. So how many qualifying events are there? So you literally can run a marathon that's a certified marathon and you can do that up until December 5th, I think, of this year is the deadline. Of this year is the deadline. So people are still planning on running. There's certain marathons that are good courses such as CIM, etc. And Chicago, obviously, too. Maybe somebody's qualifying right now. And yeah, so you still have a little bit of time and then... Like I said, February 3rd is when the Olympic trials will happen. And guess what? What? You and I are going to be there watching. We already have a room booked. And if anyone else wants to go, I have a discount rate on a hotel that somebody sent me. I will share that with you. So contact me. For us, this is a no-brainer. We live so close by from Orlando. It's like a four-hour drive when I drive, three hours when Ryan drives. So it's uh, it's going to be fun. It's going to be a fun trip. True story. Yeah, it'll be cool to watch or see. What are we going to watch it? Are we going to see them? Where are we going to sit? Stand? Whatever. I guess they have some bleachers, I'm going to assume, but you probably have to get tickets. But if not, you the course has been posted on the website and we're going to link that in our show notes. And I think all over the place will be where people show up to watch. That's cool. You want to hop into it? Sure. So without any further ado, we're now going to play our conversation with Track Shack. All right, so I'm here with Betsy and John from Track Shack. Betsy and John, thank you so much for coming on to speak with me today. We're excited to. We, you know, we've listened to a couple of your podcasts, so we feel like we already know you. Oh, that's awesome. That's awesome. That's good to hear. So, so let's talk about Track Shack. Tell me a little bit about who who you guys are and what you do. Well, who are we? We are John and Betsy. We own. Um, one of the oldest running and walking specialty stores in the United States, Track Shack. We're right near downtown Orlando. Our son, Chris, now manages the store, but we also have an event company um, going by Track Shack Events um, in Central Florida. And we produce uh, many, many of our own events every year. We have a couple third-party events, and we also produce the Run Disney events. Um, John and I have been married 40 years. We met running. and we don't run together a whole lot anymore, but um, we both still run. But we both still run, <laughs> and we're very, very excited to be putting on the uh, Olympic trials this February, coming February. <laughs> yes, and so are we. I'm local, so obviously I've heard about your events and your store. But perhaps tell us what goes into applying for such an event, and then tell us about the time when you found out that you guys were selected. Oh, so yes, the process of getting the trials well was uh, challenging. It was a long road. Um, we actually had put a bid in for 2020 when Atlanta and Chattanooga and some other uh, other great cities 
put in their bids. Um, we uh, we went through that process and that was good. It gave us some great experience. Of course, Atlanta hosted the 2020 uh, Olympic Teams Trials Marathon for men and women. They did a fantastic job. And um, so this year it, it ended up coming down to Orlando and Chattanooga. Again, both great cities. Um, and uh, we we ended up getting the nod. And uh, again, that's that's in a nutshell. There was a lot a lot of work uh, by two great teams, um, our team, the Track Shack Events team, and also the Greater Orlando Sports Commission, um, and our and our city. We all worked hard, and uh, we were very happy that, and and very excited. That's awesome. So, how long did you? How long did it take for them to inform you that you had been selected, and what was your reaction to that? <laughs> it was a long time. Um, oh my gosh! I mean, months and months. And uh, we actually found out the weekend of the New York City Marathon, but we're not allowed to say anything until you know. Again, everything had to be ready um, on the USA Track and Field and the uh, USOPC, the Olympic Committee site, um, and for their media to to announce it. So it didn't happen until the later that week. You know what was really cool? It was. In September, that we actually um, gave the bid to the committees in Orlando, yeah. and our son actually had to do the actual process um, and for the site visit. For the site visit, yeah, you put in the bid, but this is for the site visit. Right, right, that's right. Um, and we were very excited because we had uh, Keith Brantley and Jenny Simpson there, and then. And Meb, that's right. But Jenny and Keith are um, runners that we've known for years and years. So it was super exciting to have them there. Unfortunately, that day, John and I were both in bed with COVID. So we couldn't even be there. Um, it was it was terrible. But um, so that was September. And then, like John was saying, we found out in November. Oh, wow. Oh, wow. I mean, I'm sure that's pretty nerve wracking to apply for something of this scale. But uh, let me take one step back for our listeners that are not familiar with the Olympic trials. Obviously, Olympic trials means you're going to try out for the Olympic team. But what are the qualifying standards for these marathon trials? Who's able to apply and then run this event? Yes, they actually, they, um, they lowered the, or I should say, so yeah, they lowered the time, um, and, uh, which, and so made it more difficult. It's actually, it will be more difficult. It is more difficult right now than it was, um, for Atlanta in 2020. Men have to run at least a 218 marathon to qualify, and the women need to run a 237. Um, the men can also run a 103 um, half. And the women can run a 112 half to qualify. And that window closes December 5th of this year. Okay, so that seems like CIM is the last time that runners really have, you know, a, a bigger marathon in the United States to to submit for this. Yeah, yep. And that's always a good one. It's always a fast one. I know in 2020, when they had the trials, there was a pretty large amount of women in comparison to the guys you think that's why they lowered the standard by was it eight minutes slower before um yeah i think you're correct it's uh because it was i believe a 240 it's 237 yeah i think it was 245 that's correct yeah so there is a big drop you're right they had a um, large number of women qualify i think we'll still end up with more women than men um overall and our, our our women 
distance runners have just have really performed very well, particularly in the marathon in the last few years. So I think we're going to see a very strong field there, somewhere around 350, 400 max. Yep. Yeah. So basically, you're getting the best of the best of this country. So maybe tell us a little bit about how you guys take care of the athletes. I know that in 2020, and I'm assuming that is going to be the same thing this time that you put up the athletes in a hotel in Orlando. And is that how that works? Yes, there's definitely a, we have a, we have a process where we'll be, um, you know, assisting them with both the accommodations and transportation. Um, and we are working really hard, you know, Atlanta's in the South. Obviously we are in the South, all very big on hospitality and we are looking to set up a very nice concierge program and, Really, really looking forward to taking care of the athletes when they get here. Perfect. Are you looking for the perfect apparel that mirrors your love for running? Look no further than Run Swag, the go-to store by runners for runners. From witty tees to hoodies that commemorate your marathon majors to crops that get you motivated, Run Swag's got you covered. Discover the perfect blend of comfort and style. Visit www.runswag.com. Run Swag, there's something for every runner. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. And the course has been revealed already. Can you tell us a little bit about the course and then maybe also hop into what the weather is usually like in Florida at that time of year, which is going to be, uh, I think it's February 3rd. That's yeah. correct. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, I think I can do the course in my sleep now. Yeah. We've looked at it yeah. and gone over every inch for so long. Um, but we brought in a great, uh, our technical director is David Katz. He's well-known worldwide. He measures Olympic, the Olympic marathon courses and, and other world championship courses. And so we're really happy that he was able to come down and help us design and, and uh, measure the course along with Kim Bruno from our team, who has just done a phenomenal job. And um, it's going to be, it's going to start with a 2.2 mile loop and it's all downtown. I mean, right in the heart of Orlando. It's a 2.2 mile loop. And after that, that brings them into our eight mile loop, which we'll do three times. And again, it all goes through straight through downtown city streets, which we have a beautiful downtown city. It's city of Orlando for people that are not familiar with Central Florida is called the city beautiful. And there's a reason for it. And we will start and finish right over by our landmark, which is Lake Eola, where we have a beautiful fountain in the middle of the lake and a great park. And that'll be the, the staging area for, for the event. That's actually where we have um, one of our oldest half marathons, the OUC yeah. Orlando Half Marathon, and we have that this December. So, yeah, it's, it's a great place to host an event. And uh, we'll run by several uh, major landmarks of Orlando, including City Hall and, and, our, and our really beautiful Performing Arts Center. There'll be some great areas for spectators. So we're very, very excited about the course. Um, I know I keep using the word excited, but it's because we are. But yeah. it's going to be, uh, I think it's really going to be, you know, fantastic. People are going to enjoy it, spectators and the runners. Um, I know the runners are going to be very focused, but 
At least we have a nice setting for them and fast and flat. Yeah, I forgot that's that. what I wanted to say because yeah. the three the three eight mile loops are uh, basically out and back, and they're on two different streets. And I mean, so great spectator viewing, but fast and flat. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're super excited about that. As far as the weather, the weather in February, January, February are two coldest months. It's come through nationwide, but uh, we have lows are in the in the fifties, um, and the highs make it into like the uh, low seventies. Yeah, so that sounds pretty good. I mean, okay. I know that Florida has a problem with the humidity, but from living here myself, I can attest to that the humidity is not as bad as it is right now in the summertime. And I'm sure the athletes will appreciate that fast and flat course that has been selected from them for them. So let's talk a little bit about yes. the organization of this event. I know that large events like this usually require collaborations with organizations and government agencies. Have you been working with these partners to ensure the success of this upcoming marathon? Oh, yes. Um, again, um, locally, our partners with the Sports Commission, the Orlando Sports Commission, the city itself, again, I, I can't, I, I cannot, you know, stress enough how much the city is behind this and really helping. Um, there's a lot of work um, bringing in, you know, just just to close down that, you know, basically over eight miles of roadway um, for pretty much the whole day. Um, it's, uh, you know, because we have to set and strike. Um, it's it's it is a huge, uh, you know, endeavor, but. But no, they've been great. And then, of course, we have to work very closely, very closely with USA Track and Field and with the uh, U.S. Olympic Committee. Um, there's a lot of rules uh, and regulations to follow, as you might expect. And that is that is challenging because, you know, again, we put, as I said, road races on for around 40, 45 years. And, you know, we're doing dealing with, yes, yeah, sometimes you bring elites into our race and we have, of course, you know, thousands of other folks that are fast to walking. Um, but, you know, we follow the guideline rules, but nothing like this, because uh, obviously in a competition like this, um, it has nothing can go wrong. And there's strict rules on everything from their fluid replacement uh, stations um, to, you know, making, you know, making sure that everything is buttoned up, particularly on the course um, timing. It's all, it's just very, uh, challenging but but uh very but detailed and it's what we're good at letty we we have a full-time staff um, of 15 employees and that's just our staff we have numerous folks that work with us on each of our events and so far we have over 2,000 people that have already signed up to volunteer for the event um, and so we have just we, we have surrounded ourselves with an incredible team to help produce this event that's pretty amazing that you have that high number of volunteers already being this far out. When we announced it, um, that registration was opening for volunteers within a day, we had 700. So it's ever since the um, course reveal and the website is now up, um, we have people continuing to, to register. Um, and, you know, we, we also are going to do a community event the day after. So some of those folks registering are helping with that as well. That's very awesome. And I'm going to 
towards the end of this interview, ask you about how what your website is and how people can volunteer and what type of volunteer work there is to do. But let me ask you a couple more questions in regards to this showcasing Orlando. Obviously, hosting this race is going to have a huge impact on the city of Orlando. What are you guys doing to showcase Orlando at its best? Are you working with anyone to bring light to highlights of Orlando or what are you guys doing? Yeah, we actually have, well, both internally, we have our own, our own marketing uh, team and communication set up by Natalie Casey. And um, then the city is, they have, you know, a great team too on the communication social media side. USA and Field has theirs, the community is bringing in uh, some experts um, that uh, can, are going to help us um, some, you know, outside to really push it through particular social media and some additional marketing um and that's uh, so yes we really plan to elevate that and really as you say showcase the city of orlando not to mention the, the best part of that will be that there'll be three hours uh on nbc broadcasting it live which is going to be phenomenal so um yeah the city and not only the city but running i mean central florida and we're, we're proud to say we, we feel we've you know, we've been a part of, of it and, you know, really helped uh, to to bring running into Central Florida, but it's going to take it to really the next level. I think we saw it in Atlanta. Atlanta's now called you know, Running City. I'm not sure what else we could come up with, but, but yeah, it's going to really running in Central Florida and let people know this is a fantastic place to come and run. Perfect. And so with that, Whoever wants to come to Florida for this event, uh, obviously we were talking earlier offline about having to book a hotel pretty much right now because everything is selling out. Is there any place on your website where you have information on tourism and hotels and what people can still get at this time? Absolutely. Yeah, the, the website is in a constant state of... Um, Updating, updating, <laughs> just like with anything, with any big event. And the website is Orlando2024trials.com. So there's also a link there for volunteering to plan your visit, weekend events, a little bit of everything, places to spectate. Um, and then eventually we'll also have all the athletes listed on the site. Perfect. So that is amazing because it'll have everything that we need and we'll list this website on our show notes. And thank you, Betsy and John, so much for coming on and speaking with me. Absolutely. Thank you, Letty. Thank you guys so much for coming on. I appreciate all the insight and hope to see you guys at the Olympic trials next year in some capacity. So That's it, you guys. Next week, we will for sure have a recap of the Chicago Marathon that I am currently running right now as this podcast airs. <laughs> <laughs> And until then. Have a good week of running. Thanks for tuning in. For more information, head to www.runningpodcast.us. And as always, have a great week of running.